0: Good morning, Emmanuel members and friends. As we all continue our strange new habits in dealing with the pandemic, we are reminded of how wonderful it is to be in God's house on Sunday and what a huge impact attending church has on our lives. Not being able to worship in our church as one congregation praying together, singing together, and hearing God's word together has taken a toll on us all. With the restrictions on public meetings being eased a little, we have formed a special committee we are now meeting over the internet and discussing ways to be open as soon as possible for public worship at Emmanuel. This is not an easy thing to solve with the requirements of social distancing, disinfecting and sanitizing, and limiting the number of people allowed in the building. Our most important goal of all is keeping our congregation safe and healthy. We are very fortunate to have in our congregation several healthcare professionals who are involved in this effort some who are experts in infectious diseases. Given the preparation and training that must be accomplished, the committee has not yet chosen a date for returning to public worship. However, it is our hope that we can be ready by Pentecost Sunday, which is May 31st. We are working toward that goal. In the meantime, we will continue having worship services broadcast electronically on Facebook Live and on the church's website at emmanueljoplin.com. Please join us for worship and watch for more information soon regarding church opening details. Thank you and God bless you and our church. Hope to see you soon.
1: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Our help is in the name of the Lord. Who made heaven and earth. If you, O Lord, kept a record of sins, O Lord, who could stand? But with you there is forgiveness, therefore you are feared. Since we are gathered electronically to hear God's word and call upon him in prayer and praise, let us first consider our unworthiness and confess before God and anyone with us at this time that we have sinned in thought, word, and deed and that we cannot free ourselves from our sinful condition. As he has made us his people, let us take refuge in the infinite mercy of Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, seeking his grace for the sake of Christ and saying, God, Be merciful to me, a sinner.
0: Almighty God, have mercy upon us, forgive us our sins, and lead us to everlasting life. Amen. Almighty God, merciful
1: Father, in holy baptism you declared us to be your children, and gathered us into your one holy church, in which you daily and richly forgive us our sins, and grant us new life through your Spirit be in our midst, enliven our faith, and graciously receive our prayer and praise through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Alleluia. Praise the Lord, O my soul. I will praise the Lord as long as I live. I will sing praises to my God
0: while, while I have my mind.
1: Put not your trust in princes, in a son of man in whom there is no salvation. When his breath departs, he returns to the earth. On that very day, his plans perish. Blessed is he whose help is the God of Jacob. Whose hope is in the Lord his God. Who made heaven and
0: earth, the sea, and all that is in them.
1: Who keeps faith forever. Who executes justice for the oppressed. Who gives
2: food to the hungry? The Lord sets the prisoners free. The Lord opens the eyes of the blind. The Lord lifts up those who are bowed down.
1: The Lord loves the righteous. The Lord watches over the sojourners. He upholds the widows and the fatherless, but the way of the wicked he brings to ruin.
2: The Lord will reign forever. You are God of Zion. To all generations, praise the Lord. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son,
1: and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Christ is risen.
3: He is risen indeed. Alleluia.
1: Let us pray. O God, you make the minds of your faithful to be of one will. Grant that we may love what you have commanded and desire what you promise. That among the many changes of this world, our hearts may be fixed where true joys are found. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever.
2: Good morning boys and girls, it's time for the kids talk. Come close to the screen and let's talk together. Today, I put an arrow on my microphone. Now when I point the arrow, I want you to look that direction. Let's try this way. You look that way? Okay, let's try this way. Did you look that way? One more time, let's look this way. That's right. The arrow shows us the way to look. The arrows on the road show us the way to drive, too. And Jesus also shows us the way. It must have been a confusing time for his disciples. We read in the Bible today that Jesus told his disciples that he's going to prepare a place for them. That he's going to go prepare a place, and then he's going to come back and take them to where he is so they can be where he is as well. And the disciples said, Jesus... We don't know the way because we don't know where you're going. Jesus told his disciples, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the father except through me. Jesus was about to go to his cross and go to his grave. He was about to rise again and go up to heaven to prepare a place for his disciples. The disciples were so confused. They didn't think they knew. The way to get there but jesus says it's through me i'm going to do the work at the cross i'm going to rise from the grave and go to heaven and i'm going to come back and take you to be with me where i am i am the way well philip the disciple said jesus uh show us the father and then maybe we'll understand jesus said well philip i've been with you the whole time if you've seen me you have seen the heavenly father I am your God. I am your Savior. I am your Lord. You see, we sometimes in this world don't know which way to look. We get confused about how to go through this life and do it right. We don't know the way sometimes. When we forget our way, when we fall into sin and temptation, we need to remember to look to Jesus because he tells us that he is the way and the truth and the life No one comes to the Father except through him. That's great news for us today. Let's have a prayer. Dear God, help us to keep our eyes on Jesus, because we know that he is the way, the only way to you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Thank you.
3: The first reading this morning is from Acts chapter 6 and chapter 7. whom we will appoint to do this duty. But we will devote ourselves to prayer and to the ministry of the word. And what they said pleased the whole gathering, and they chose Stephen, a man full of faith and of the Holy Spirit, and Philip and five other men. These they set before the apostles, and they prayed and laid their hands on them. And the word of God continued to increase, and the number of the disciples multiplied greatly in Jerusalem, and a great many of the priests became obedient to the faith. And Stephen, full of grace and power, was doing great wonders and signs among the people. And some of those who belonged to the synagogue rose up and disputed with Stephen. And Stephen said, Now when they heard these things, they were enraged, and they ground their teeth at him. But he, full of the Holy Spirit, gazed into heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing at the right hand of God. And he said, Behold, I see the heavens opened and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. But they cried out with a loud voice and stopped their ears and rushed together at him. Then they cast him out of the city and stoned him. And the witnesses laid down their garments at the feet of a young man named Saul. And as they were stoning Stephen, he cried out, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. And falling to his knees, he cried out with a loud voice, Lord, do not hold this sin against them." And when he had said this, he fell asleep. This is the word of the Lord.
4: Very pleased to
5: The lesson today is from 1 Peter 2 verses 2 through 10. Like newborn infants long for the pure spiritual milk that by it you may grow up into salvation. If needed you have tasted that the Lord is good. As you come to him a living stone rejected by men but in the sight of God chosen and precious. You yourselves like living stones who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Once you were not a people, but now you are God's people. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. This is the word of the Lord.
2: Thanks be to God.
1: Gospel according to St. John, the 14th chapter.
0: Glory to you, O Lord.
1: Jesus said, Let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again, and will take you to myself, that where I am, you may be also. And you know the way to where I'm going. Thomas said to him, Lord, we don't know where you're going. How can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way, and the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? The words that I say to you, I do not speak on my own authority, but the Father who dwells in me does his works. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father is in me, or else believe on account of the works themselves. Truly, truly, I say to you, whoever believes in me, will also do the works that I do. And greater works than these will he do, because I am going to the Father. Whatever you ask in my name, this I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. This is the gospel of the Lord. Grace is yours and mercy and peace from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. A lot of us feel like it's great to belong to something. There are country clubs and athletic clubs, bridge clubs, book clubs, domino clubs. You can go on and on. Many people like to be part of something some group where they feel that they are known and where they feel that they make a difference. To belong to Christ means to belong to a community of Christians. In today's portion of St. Peter's letter of hope to scattered and suffering Christians, the apostle makes sure that we know that. We belong. John, his fellow former fisherman, writes in his epistles that no one can be a Christian all by himself. It's natural to expect that those who belong together will gather together. They will congregate. And what do you call a group of people who have congregate? You call them a congregation. Or if you wanted to say the same thing in a word that comes from the Greek rather than from the Latin, you would call that a synagogue. The very word by which we call ourselves emphasizes that we are the people called by God to gather. Everything in the scripture assumes that those who are in Christ are part of the body of Christ. We are sheep of a flock. We are people of God rather than a person who walks alone with Jesus. The classic statement of God's covenant with us all the way through from the book of Genesis to Revelation. The classic statement of covenant is this. God says to us, I will be your God. You will be my people. People, and I will live in the midst of you. And although you can't really tell it in English, those you and yours, those are all plural. The assumption is that God calls all of us to himself and calls us together, calls us to be together. The Christian who is too superior to belong to a visible Christian church in one of its forms is an oxymoron, a contradiction in terms. Last week, we dwelt on how we are all sheep of the Good Shepherd's flock, a flock where every sheep is known and valued. The sheep are obedient to the voice of the one shepherd, and because We are called to travel together. We seek to be reconciled one to another. We give each other enough space, but we also walk together to wherever the shepherd is leading us. And if you look at the images in our text for this morning, plural images, every one of them, from Isaiah, from Exodus, from the prophet Hosea, we are a chosen race. Yet don't get to be a race by yourself. We are a holy nation. Please reference the previous comment. We are a royal priesthood, not just a royal priest. And the chief image that Peter employs today really hammers it home. We are living stones formed with many other living stones into the house of God. Built on Christ, built on the rock, the church will stand. I should have used that hymn today, but accidentally used it a couple of weeks ago and didn't think that you wanted to sing it all over again. Christ is our cornerstone. Without Him, there is no foundation. And without a foundation, it's folly to build anything. It's just going to fall. Without Jesus, there is no church. But we who have been called by God, by Christ Jesus, through the Holy Spirit, are called into our church, and in our church there are lots of places to be. Whether it be Martin Luther's School or the Support League, the LWML, the Altar Guild, the Ushers, the Elders, choir, Bible study groups, we love to come together for worship and fellowship meals, for picnics and Winterfest and spring auctions, and special occasions like Christmas, Easter, Advent and Lent. We love to see each other and eat with each other and feed each other. Share recipes with one another. Talk to others. Because I'm not 100% sure how you feel about this, but these people here are my friends. We love each other. Well, At least some of us do. We belong here. And that's what makes this time so hard. We can't go to church or see each other. Every person you've seen participating in these services has been here by invitation. We're keeping one another safe. But in the midst of that, we miss each other. We feel isolated and alone at times. We know we belong, but sometimes we wonder if we will ever have the kind of fellowship that we used to have. We may still belong, but some of the joy and the pleasure have been bleached out of our relationship with each other. Everything is pale. But we should be a little bit careful because the church is not just our getting together. It's not just another human organization like some club. It has a constitution and elected leaders, but in so many ways it's different. We did not build this church. God did. Listen to what God tells us. As you come to him, the living stone, rejected by men, but in the sight of God, chosen and precious, you yourselves are like living stones, being built up as a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood. So what's your job description if you're a living stone? You can't go to Home Depot or Lowe's and buy a living stone. In fact, I think that'd be creepy. No, a living stone is its something Jesus makes after his own image. For he is the living stone. This unusual Easter season, we celebrate as truly as in any Easter season that Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, is alive. He died for us on the cross as Calvary to pay for all of our sins, but he didn't stay dead. He rose from death on the third day and lives and reigns forever. Jesus is alive, and all who believe in him are alive living stones built up together. The church is a spiritual house built by God's Son on God's Son. The one who died and rose again for us. We belong to a spiritual house built by God himself and are members of that house forever. But there's more. God shows us that we can be sure that we belong. He says to us, through the Apostle Peter, in words that were first given to Hosea, once you were not a people, but now you are God's people. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. We were caught up in sin and cut off from each other and from God because of that sin. We didn't even want to belong to God or to be His people. But still, God loved us. God reached out for us, not in anger or punishment, but with His Son. God made us what we are in Jesus Christ. God poured out his mercy on us when Jesus died and rose again for us. He made us his people for his work, by his work. He made us a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people of his own possession. We belong here by God's choosing by His creating and redeeming acts, by His invitation through the Spirit and His gifts. So you're coming away from this text with several job descriptions. We are living stones, citizens of a holy nation, priests and kings, Where do these job descriptions overlap? Uh, What is it that exactly that we're supposed to be doing? What do living stones, members of God's house, do? Peter tells us, like living stones, you are being built up as a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood. To offer spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. And what is a spiritual sacrifice? How can living stones make this sacrifice? God empowers us as his children by our baptism. To offer him these spiritual sacrifices. Doing his will in this world. With faith in Jesus our Savior. Not to earn anything from God. But to give thanks to him. And offering a sacrifice of thanksgiving. For what he has done for us. And you don't have to go out looking for it. You don't have to try to think up some massive offering that's going to become so world famous that God Himself will take note of it. Just live where God has placed you, just live as His child, as a sheep of His pasture. Your spiritual sacrifices are things like helping children with online homework, calling your elderly neighbor just to check on them, calling your 92-year-old mother who will tell you she can't hear you on the phone just to be able to hear her voice and just to let her know She doesn't have to be so lonely. And if you're able, helping someone who has no job to put food on their table. Make a special offering to God at your church that others might be helped. Pay the bills every church has of salary and and benefits for the church workers. Or just take the trash cans to the street for your neighbor who Really shouldn't be out right now. Comforting your children when everything around them is either boring or scary. Even these simple things are spiritual offerings, sacrifices given to God and acceptable to God and Jesus. Do we still belong? We belong by God's grace in Jesus Christ. We live in that hope, offering spiritual living sacrifices to God for all that he has done to us, all that he has done for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Now may the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus to life everlasting. Amen. Let us pray. Holy God, you have promised to build up your church to be a holy priesthood, that your people might offer the spiritual sacrifices of praise and thanksgiving acceptable to you. Bless your church and bring all congregations back together again. Lord, in your mercy. Holy God, your power brought all things into being, and still you preserve what you have made. Bless our President, the Congress of these United States, our governors, and all elected and appointed civil servants, so that they may honor you and your purpose, establishing order and justice, encouraging virtue and protecting all life. Give wisdom and moderation to them in their leadership for the well-being of the nation and the world. Lord, in your mercy. Merciful Father, you have compassion upon the sick and those in need and have promised not to ignore them in their affliction. Turn back the pandemic, pandemic across this globe. Give us relief. Bless those who are sick, grant them healing. Grant those who suffer, give them patience and strength. Bless those who are dying with your gift of peace. Hear us on behalf of all those who have requested our prayers. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Gracious God, you have established the home And bless those who have shown us your love. We therefore ask you this day that you would bless especially all mothers and the children under their care. Bless all families and make their homes places of blessing and love where your word is spoken, forgiveness reigns, and love is displayed. Give us good examples to inspire youth to all that is good and pure and to seek after these things, guided by loving hands. Lord, in your mercy, Hear our we praise you, O God, for your goodness in hearing the prayers of your people and granting us confidence to approach your throne of mercy. Hear us now for the name and the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, who taught us to pray, our Father, who art in heaven, Bless the Lord.
4: Thanks Thanks be to
1: God. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace.